The date is Thursday the 15th of February, and a belated Valentine's Day to you all. I'm Jason England, and welcome to Learn Something, the official podcast of NewRisingMedia.com, where I consume your brain space with weird and wonderful facts that you've probably never heard before. Now, as you can probably hear by my extremely nasal voice, I am currently full of cold. It's a common cold because I've, I've not been wiped out. I'm able to still walk around. I'm still able to do work. But, God, it's a bugger of a cold. Um, so I'm limiting the facts a little bit today. I'm going to limit them down to five because the more I talk, the more it hurts. So <laughs> let's go through these and I'll let you all get on with your day. Let's get going. It's going to be a fun one. And first, we'll start with that fateful day that happened yesterday, Valentine's Day. Either you think it's a nice day to celebrate the person that you love, or it's an over-commercialized piece of crap. I'm very firmly in the middle. Like, I appreciate spending Valentine's Day with the missus, but on the flip side, I know it's a very unnecessary time, and obviously they boost the price of flowers and chocolates by like 200% around Britain. But still, that's separate the point. The history of Valentine's Day is actually a lot more violent than you think it is. So, you may already know the story, but Valentine's Day is the day that St. Valentine was beaten with clubs and tortured to death for performing secret marriages against the Emperor's wishes. The Emperor banned all marriages because soldiers didn't want to leave their families to fight in wars. On February 14th, around the year 278 AD, Valentine, a holy priest in Rome, in the days of Emperor Claudius II, was executed. Under the rules of, his name was Claudius the Cruel, Rome was involved in many unpopular and bloody campaigns, and he banned marriages because he believed that Roman men were unwilling to join the army because of their strong attachments to their wives and families. When Valentine's actions of defying Claudius and continuing to perform marriages for young lovers in secrets were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Valentine was arrested and dragged before the prefect of Rome, who condemned him to be beaten to death with clubs and to have his head cut off. So, this man literally died for love or whatever kind of feelings you're having at this point in time. So, make the most of it. (laughs) Next up, Just like last week, we head back up into space and we go to a Texas ranch with a big clearing of land. So if you had a chance to communicate to astronauts via your land, what would you do? Well, this guy, instead of drawing a giant penis in his land, which I know some of you will do, dirty buggers, wrote his name in letters a kilometre tall producing the world's largest signature. Now, what he thought was just a bit of fun to try and talk to people because it lies on the major flight path into Houston, the city in Texas, for people who don't know, um, actually turned out to be something a little bit more interesting and more useful for NASA because they actually use it to evaluate satellite imagery. Yep, that is right. Although this could have been a curiosity for passing pilots, it turns out the Johnson Space Center scientists used the letters to estimate the maximum resolution of cameras 
aboard the space shuttle. So, even though this guy, with his surname that's spelled out Luek, Luke, so it's L-U-E-C-K-E, what I thought might have just been a bit of fun, actually turned out to be pretty useful, so kudos. Next up, the Winter Olympics. So, the Winter Olympics is always an interesting one for me, and I know it probably is for a bunch of you guys, in that you'll flick it on accidentally at some point and realise you're actually a fan of a lot of winter sports. Like, for me, I know that many people will probably see it as the most boring sport, but I bloody love watching the curling. It requires actually a lot more skill than people think, and it's... I don't know, it's pretty cool to watch in the same way as the bobsled is cool to watch and also the, well, also the freestyle snowboarding, but that's just me and my SSX addiction. Um, But think about the sport curling for a while and ask yourself, where do those stones come from? They have to be regulations, so they should all come from the same place, but... You don't really think of it that way. It could just be a very simple thing to make in some factories around the world to come together. But it turns out that almost all of the stone to make the rocks that are used in the sport of curling is from a small uninhabited Scottish island called Ailsa Craig? A-I-L-S-A-C-R-A-I-G. Sorry if I butchered that terminal, that um, pronunciation. Please do call into the station if I've got it wrong and do correct. Um, so yeah, from the mid 19th century, the island has been quarried for its rare type of microgranite with rye beckett, known as aeosite, which is used to make stones for the sport of curling. As of 2004, 60 to 70% of all curling stones in use were made from granite on this island and is one of only two sources for all stones in the sport. Another place being a granite quarry in Wales. Alsa Craig produced two types of granite for curling, Blue Hone and Alsa Craig Common Green. Blue Hone was very low water absorption, which prevents the action of repeatedly freezing water from eroding the stone. And the Common Green is a lesser quality granite than Blue Hone. In the past, most curling stones were made from Blue Hone, but the quarry is restricted by environmental conditions that exclude blasting. The last harvest of Isles of Craig granite took place in 2013, after a hiatus of 11 years, and 2,000 tons were harvested, sufficient to fill anticipated orders orders until at least 2020. So after that, we don't know what we're doing next. Next up, computers. You know, that thing you're probably listening to this on is probably a computer. Even if it's a smartphone, it's much more capable than any computers from your past. But still, separate of the point, computers at higher altitudes are more prone to errors than computers at sea level. So why is this? Well, it turns out that ECC memory or the Dynamic Random Access Memory, or DRAM, as it's also called, will spontaneously flip to the opposite state if it's at a higher altitude. 
And the reason why that is, is RAM is prone and susceptible to higher levels of cosmic radiation. So the closer to the stars you are, the more cosmic radiation actually falls upon you and falls upon your computer. And it turns out it actually affects the silicon inside your computer. So if you live quite high up and you're noticing problems with your computer, that could be why. And finally, let's talk about sex. Baby, let's talk, sorry. Um, so the birds and the bees, I'm not gonna go into the specifics because chances are you all know how it works. But turns out that some people don't quite get that. What could be more awkward than sitting down and talking about it is actually what this couple in China did. So in 2011, a couple made headlines for trying to get pregnant by, I can't believe I'm saying this, just lying in bed next to each other for three years. Now that is inadequate sex education. But since there are over a billion Chinese people, most of them presumably know how babies are made. Still, that couple is a good indication of how uneven China's sex education has been. These days, some women pay up to half of their monthly wage for private sex classes in China. And if people are assuming that they just lie next to each other to get pregnant, I'd probably ask for a refund. And that is it for me. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, I'm now going to drink my body weight in honey and lemon mix along with a whole bunch of medication and a gigantic face mask. Um, other stuff that I'm getting up to. Um, I've also got a stream coming up on twitch.tv slash emotion engineer. Um, starting on Saturday at 8pm. Basically, it's going to be a bit of a drinking stream. So come join me. Come hang, come chat. It'd be great to talk to you all. Um, if you have any weird facts yourself or just want to dive in and just let me know what you think of the show, plenty of ways to do so. If you're on Anchor, make sure you favourite the station and call in. If not, please make sure you do subscribe to the podcast on your favourite service. Thank you for listening to me, whether you're in your car, at home, walking about, at work, on the toilet. Just thank you for taking the time to listen out to me. Take care. Have a good weekend. Hopefully you guys don't get a cold like I have. And I'll see you later. Bye.